it's a fine line between, you know, drinking wine and squashing grapes, as we say in this business. And sometimes it's very subtle. Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Rooney Rules Podcast, a Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Schwen, here with my good buddy Brett. Brett, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Let me paint a little picture for you. I'm it's a nice Italian restaurant. Here I am. Say when. Say when. <laughs> what am I doing, Brett? I'm not gonna do it. I'm grating cheese. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> and that's what we did all day on Sunday. I love it, man. It was, yeah, exciting. <laughs> we ran the ball down the Packers' throats, and I think that's a great place to start, and we should just get into the game because I am still hyped about how we moved the ball on Sunday. It wasn't pretty like always, but once again, the good guys pull away with another win. Yeah, they do. And we've talked a ton over the – especially the last episode about first quarter stats. Mm-hmm. And we bucked all the trends yes. this week. Bucked all the trends. All the trends uh, got bucked. It, we looked like a whole new team almost in a weird way, but we still pulled it out. And I love, I love the grittiness of this team. That's the only thing I'm going to say before we get too far into this. It's this team we win, and sometimes in the NFL, that's and a really important trait to have, especially when it gets down to those close, cold, chilly games in the playoffs. But we'll touch on that in a bit. Yeah, man. So we start off this game. Steelers have the ball. Najee has a nice run just to start. Start the day, set the tone. Mm-hmm. That I mean, right off the bat, I felt good. I felt like, oh man, the offensive line. Yes, we're starting to get cohesive. Broderick Jones starting at yeah. right tackle, yep. so it's his spot now. Uh, he's a full blown rookie starter, and and I think he's made a huge difference yeah. just in the past two weeks. At least in our running game, it seems very obvious that. It's a difference. I love seeing him be the guy celebrating in the end zone with with the running backs. I agree. I agree as well. He seems like he is there to be a team guy and to be a real football player. So I'm super excited about the future of that position. Well, him in general. So wherever he plays on the offensive line. So just wanted to note that at least because that was something very notable that's changed the last two weeks. And we've been running the ball better. Definitely. Yep. Next two plays, both go for first downs. Pickens mm-hmm. Pickens makes a catch. Hayward gets a catch for 10 on first and With picks a cool up little, another one. cool little hurdle. Yep. Two first downs? Two, I didn't Court. We went almost <laughs> to halftime three weeks ago without a first down, and we've got two of them to open the game. <laughs> I know. What is life? So I was watching this game at your house, and you came downstairs. You were just slightly late to it, and you walked downstairs, and I said, Brett, two first downs in a row. <laughs> Like two first downs, like it just like it doesn't make sense. We were legitimately just a few weeks ago counting how many three and outs we were gonna have before we got a first down. And if you want to talk about progress, that's progress right there. I mean, it sounds silly because it's something so trivial in a football game because first downs happen a lot. But with our team, it's been hard to come by. And if that is that is progress on the sheet that you can see, in yep. my opinion. Yep. You move to third down uh, on the. Um, in the next series, and Kenny goes to Deontay deep over the top on a on a third and short, mm-hmm. but DPI keeps the drive alive. Yeah, and that was that was kind of there was a few of those. The the referees did play a factor in this game. Yes, um, and this was just the first sign of that. 
Warren has a big run in that spin move, dude. This, yeah. Uh, the, the tweet that I saw about he's just out here mashing buttons because dude. the spin spin probably wasn't necessary. But he's it got a cool. sick spin move. I've yeah, seen him it hit does. it multiple times this year. Like the dude hits the spin cycle. I love that. Like it's unsuspecting. It's always unsuspecting and Madden just the same. So he's like almost legitimately mashing the buttons. Yep. Then Warren makes a catch. He was great today. Najee on the ground makes it first and goal, and then Najee goes in untouched. For an opening drive TD, 7 nothing Steelers. I was flabbergasted. I ne- Who is this team? What? Like, we had seen them scoring an opening drive already, so this wasn't exactly new, but the way that we looked at we were just going to move them down the field, it was great. It was great to see right off the rip. Yeah, you go up on a team that you feel like is also going to struggle on offense at some point today. Right. Yeah, great feeling. I legitimately thought that this game, I didn't know what to expect coming in. I expected low scoring, and it actually ended up being a lot more scoring than I intended uh, on seeing. Well, so we talked a little bit last week about Coach Tomlin putting the offense on the field first. Yes. This was the exact feeling that he's looking for when he does that. Is I agree. Seven nothing with our defense coming out fresh. So right. Perfect. Yes. Uh, Jordan Love gets the ball, makes a completion on first down, but a short handoff goes backwards. Uh, he does convert on third down on us all day. This is the first of them. And this was just two nice throws in a row, actually, where he's finding guys just sitting down in zone coverage. Guys have never heard their name before. Yep. That was the frustrating part, because just like the pre- like when we were playing the previous week against the Titans, we hear Phillips out of nowhere, and we're like, who is this guy? You know, you got this guy named Wick just catching passes, and like I'm literally trying to figure out who these people are. But yeah, third down was a, definitely a problem. The defense was... The defense... We're missing Mink out there. It's very evident. It's very evident, and I'm hoping he's on the right track to get back and play. I don't want him to rush back, but it's it's we're missing something at least schematically. I've got something for that later. Perfect. Um, yeah, so they're moving the ball down the field. There's a handoff to Jones, has them down around the 10-yard line, but then Kazee makes a really nice play on a throw at the goal line. Right Great off play. his hands. Yeah, um, but then this is the play where Quan Alexander goes down. And we come to find out his season is over due to an Achilles. Quan Alexander. Yeah, man. Back to back. We'll be thinking about you. Get healthy, big guy. It's it's it sucks to see a guy go down for the season, especially a guy like Quan, especially because he's kind of had some injuries in his career, and he's he's been he's been floating around right, and it seemed like we, he was finding his spot again in Pittsburgh, and it was great to see his resurgence late in his career. I love seeing that. So hopefully he has a great recovery, and we see him on a football field again. Yeah, that's two guys out of that middle linebacker room that we've been talking about all season. Just like is... that, yeah, just like that. So there's there's definitely a possibility that we're going to need to find somebody at this point. I mean – I'll I... be curious to see. Like I didn't see – I had an eye out for Mark Robinson this week, mm-hmm. which is a young guy that we drafted. Mm-hmm. I was hoping to see, you know, just – Something. Has there been some progression? And I didn't really see him on the field that much this week, so hopefully that's somebody that can step up, uh, just be the next man up. Yeah, I mean, whenever it's like somebody going down mid-game, it's hard for like it's not always the just going to be. Adjustment is different yes. than if you're getting so, the week to prepare. Full Correct. week's practice, we might see a little bit more of him going into the. Well, we'll probably have to like realistically. So. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, definitely, hopefully, uh, speedy recovery for Quan. It's never good to see a dude go down. And especially, yeah, it just, yeah, it, it wasn't good. So the play where Alexander goes down was a second down play. You got third and goal for Jordan Love. 
and I'm feeling good about it. Third, yeah. you know, defense is going to get off the field. Ben, don't break classic what we're doing with our zone all season long. And he drops a dime on the back edge of the end zone for Dobbs in the corner. Um, great throw. some really great throws. He yeah. had some really great throws. Once again, another young quarterback, well, young, so to speak, in football uh, terms, but just th- dropping these passes in our zone. And it's kind of becoming a little bit of a trend, I guess. But what do you do whenever it's just right on the money? There's certain passes you see quarterbacks throw, and there's nothing you can do about it. I saw this play again uh, today Mm -hmm. online, and Levi Wallace just looks – I understand it's zone coverage, but I don't know how there's not – when the guy breaks to the post on the back end, that's a pretty popular route down there in the red zone. Right. I don't know how you don't have a coverage that – if I remember the player right, there were three guys like in the area. Yeah. So I don't understand how it, it – once you're pushing to that sideline, you think there would be at least some angles to take to prevent that kind of pass mm-hmm. from happening. But it was right on the money anyways. I mean, any other which way, it doesn't matter. So you got props to them, and all of a sudden, our strong point is like we're like, okay – so seven seven, and you can't be mad. You gotta give them a break. Defense has been the team all year. Offense, let's roll again. Absolutely. Uh, so they actually cut you a break to start the next drive. The kickoff goes out of bounds, and the Steelers start their next drive at the forty. Yeah, which was crazy because actually the first kickoff almost did, and they lucked out, and it just bounced straight in, at like right through the pylon on the, in the end zone. So this one just goes out of bounds, which I thought was a great sign for their kicker to struggle all day. And uh, he really didn't, other than, you know, a, a great play by Peterson coming up. But uh, so right off the get, we get to see, I want to break out the nickname, Mount Washington getting a catch <laughs> for six yards. I heard that on the sights and sounds from the team broadcast last week on the Titans game, and I just loved it. Yeah, like, we just go on with Mount it's, Washington it's from so now It's so good. On. Like, All it's right. such a cool nickname, man. And he me. legitimately is a mountain He's of a man. enormous. Like, jeez. He looks like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the, I you reminded me of the, the picture in the preseason when he was like next to Austin, just like making him look like a small child. Well, it was it was me watching the game and seeing the huddle and thinking, oh, we have too many men on the field. Oh no, wait, that's just Matt Washington. That's yeah. not an extra lineman. No, we have the right amount of tight linemen. end. Yeah, he's so. It's just great to see him involved in the passing game. I mean, we we're still missing youth, but we need some action down the middle of the field. Not that this was, but yeah, sure. Uh, a couple key plays on this drive. We had a third and one tush push conversion. Yeah. <laughs> Way to put that in the offense, Matt. They called it the Pennsylvania push, which I don't think we can start to – we would have to do it probably 50 more times before we can start edging our way into being included in the nickname. So uh, let's just – it's it's still like uh, the Philly thing right now. But, yeah, great job. Copy off your home off of homework if you have to, Matt. I don't care. Yep. Uh, just it's all the same to Get me. us a first down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this drive also has the play where Kenny rolls to his right, tries to squeeze it into Deontay, but the Ugh. defender is in front of him. Such a bad play. Yeah, yeah just throw it out. Just throw it out of bounds. I don't understand why he let that pass go. Just the way his body movement was going and the only receiver he could really get it to, it the the, the defender read it the whole entire time. He mm-hmm. had no business throwing it. Luckily, we get bailed out because he's out. The first of a couple times. Yeah, he can't get the feet down. Times. Yes. But, yeah, I just I think that's a terrible pass. Just throw it way out of bounds if you're going to, you know, your momentum's going that way. Kenny's got to be a little smarter. Yep. After that, uh, Najee catches a toss and goes for a big gainer to convert. Kenny hits Warren on a third down to convert again right as the end of the first quarter hits. Uh, but then Jalen Warren continuing a great day, takes a handoff on the second play of the second quarter mm-hmm. for a 15-yard touchdown. Two, count them, two touchdown drives, Schwinn? Dude, we – 
I Jalen Warren gets paid to make a guy miss. Like it's eleven on eleven out there, but we we legitimately know he's making one guy miss, no matter what. He's number every one in the single, league in this tackle. Every single time, it doesn't matter what he's doing. This guy is a playmaker. I love watching him play. He he will get that one on one matchup, and that's why he's been so successful. Sneaky, strong, but super fast and elusive. What a great running back. What a great performance by him all day. Great to see him get in the end zone, too, because he deserves every touchdown that he gets the rest of the year and forever. And I actually really liked the usage of both backs this week because it felt like where we've been trying to wear them down with Najee first. Yeah. It felt like whenever you start with Warren and then you can use Najee whenever you need three tough yards. You know right. what I mean? And I, I actually really liked the electricity being the lead and the power being. I agree. And we got to see Najee work the outside a little more. And I've kind of, I think I've touched on it before is he is a good outside runner. And, and uh, so like even on the pitch play on this, on this drive, we got to see him kind of work the outside and that was kind of his game in college. And he does thrive. And if you watch, that's why a lot of times we get frustrated at him not taking the right hole and trying to bounce it outside. So it was great to see it mixed up where just the same, Warren's kind of been the outside guy. We got to see him work the middle a little bit too, where he excels as well. So the running backs looked great. I don't care. You know, they. I don't care about starters, whatever. Like, they legitimately just looked really good. We had over 200 yards of rushing in this game. Yeah, and this is... Right along, and we're starting to see the offensive line be a cohesive unit. Yes. Um, which is yes. great to see. We picked it just about the same time last year as when this started I, happening. I agree. So we were running the ball really good. I did I did feel like as the game goes on as well, to just to pump up the offensive line running-wise, we still really need to not get that like pass protection down. I don't know if it's a Kenny we thing. We struggled but in like, that But it felt like he was really running for his life every single time. I don't know if that was just they were decided, hey, you're not going to beat us through the air. You have to run or what that was. But I it, it seemed like – Whenever we were running the ball, we were just pushing them downhill. And anytime Kenny went back, it was just a problem. So uh, we definitely got to get that part figured out because it's essential, especially if our quarterback's been struggling. So he needs some time to work. Yep, I agree. So the Steelers go up 14-7 on the Jalen Warren touchdown run. And then the Packers go three and out, man. Short run. There's a nice play by Keanu Benton on this drive on the three and the out with swat. a ball. Yep, batted down at the line. He had a good game. Yeah, he did. Once again, yeah, we, we're having guys – these younger guys are starting to develop or these new – you know, all over the place. Keanu Neal had a decent game as well. You're just starting to see some names pop up that are new Steelers making new big plays. Yep. So the Steelers get it right back. Um, Kenny takes a hit on a play where there's a defensive hold, but I'm like, man, that's the first time that I have – I recognize, man, we can't pass block today. And it happens yep. again later in this drive yep. where he does get sacked even though – uh, there was a play, and also a play on this drive where he runs for his life and picks up four. So it's not like he doesn't have the ability to do that, but whenever it's coming every play from different angles, he's going to struggle to adapt. Yeah, I uh, agree. In the end, this drive boils down to a field goal, which Wizard of Boz knocks knocks through. Yeah. Shout out Chris Boz for the first time today. Still, we're just scoring points. Yeah, 17-7. You wanted to see another touchdown? Of course, we're always looking for the touchdown, but I'm not going to complain about drives that are resulting in points in the first half because early in the season, this was absolutely unheard of. Mm -hmm. uh, so the running game comes alive for Green Bay on this drive. You get Aaron Jones for a couple carries, but he did have a play where Kazee met him in the hole and just smoked him. Yeah, <laughs> that dude can – that guy can hit. Like he, he – Sometimes to a fault, well, we've seen him miss tackles, of course, and miss plays and be out of position. But I 
he's grown on me a lot. I think I think he is a solid uh, safety right next to uh, Minka whenever he's out there. Yep. You had a big run by A.J. Dillon on this drive. Then you get a Benton and Highsmith combo, getting chaos, getting pressure, getting a sack. I'm not sure how it was divvied up on the stat sheet, but they both got in there. Um, but then after a poor throw on second down where Love misses a receiver, third and long. I'm like, here we go, third and long. No, Jordan Love drops back, hits Jaden Reed on a great throw again. The sack was uh the sack was on given it it was a TJ Watt. Really? That was a TJ Watt sack sack, yeah. Because it, it took him to ten and a half. Uh because they flashed it in the broadcast later, I remember as well. And I wrote down TJ as well. I think they got the pressure initially and then it just ended up falling to him okay. basically on the hustle play. So yeah, um uh, add him to the the sack stat tracker. <laughs> hey, first time. I need a bell for this guy. Let's go. So yeah, we we get that in it and we get the touchdown. They get the touchdown and blocked PAT. You know who blocked it? I don't know who blocked Patrick it. Peterson. Did he? Yes. So big day. Great day. I. This guy's confusing me now. I don't know how to feel about him. Maybe we're figuring out how to utilize him a little better. I, I'm not quite sure, but I'll take plays over just us literally ripping our hair out over seeing his number on the field. Hundred <laughs> percent. So thirteen to seventeen. This is a game like this yeah. is the opposite of we, what we yeah, expected. Yeah, we were expecting low scoring defensive struggle and we've got 30 points up in the first half and still time on the clock. Yeah, it it was absolutely crazy. So I am hoping to see some, you know, see some action here and it honestly just amounts to about nothing for a while. Yeah. Well, this next drive is scary cuz it's the one that has the the attempted swing pass to Jalen Warren that everyone in the room we were in said that's a backward pass looked- and the Packers probably have the ball. Yeah. Only for the refs to come back and leave the call on the field as it stands, which so second big break from I the Zebras. Cu- I and couldn't the Steelers believe it. It seemed game. like it the only thing I could really speculate was that since the whistle blew, they heard that on the whatever before a recovery was made, so that's why they I assume they wouldn't let him challenge it if that were the case though. I agree, but we've seen there's literally it's, no yeah. actual rules. <laughs> you can yeah. do whatever you want, basically, just <laughs> whether or not the referee is going to let you. And yep. that's why we see coaches look so stupid sometimes trying to suck. And, and the broadcasters will be like, you can't challenge that. They should know that. It's like, no, sometimes they'll literally let you do whatever you want. Yep. It just depends on their mood. Well, after that play, I don't think I've ever been so happy to see Presley Harvin in my whole life. Just <laughs> the fact that we were getting to flip field instead of, you know. Packers ball inside the ten. It was a it was a weird looking kick, but it ended up being like a fifty yarder. So he had a good game again. Yeah, he's been he's been awesome. Yes, they said uh, I I did see something on him uh, earlier this week about Mike Tomlin when he was struggling. Apparently, Mike Tomlin went out of his way and told him that he said you're going to make me start shopping, like <laughs> which I is awesome. <laughs> like, dude, imagine Mike Tomlin telling you that. I would literally just melt. I don't. I think my career would be over. <laughs> Can't handle the pressure. <laughs> no way. They, that dude would be so intimidating. Like, okay, coach hates me. Well, my life's over. Well, I'm glad. I'm th- not the punter. I'm glad the thick kicker can handle the baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I shouldn't be a punter. That's for sure. Too much pressure. All right, so. <laughs> quick, another quick three and out for the Packers. Defense gets us right off the field. Yes. Kenny comes back out and makes a throw to Deontay, who gets out of bounds. This is the only Deontay Johnson catch of the whole game. That was just the one? The one catch. Wow. I didn't realize that. So this the way this starts out and the time, I'm like, okay, 
this is kind of Kenny's move. Like, I, I was ready. Time to cook. You know what I mean? Let's see this, like, the quick offense. We hit two quick passes on the sideline. You know, Deontay for 17, and then he hit Pickens on the other side for 11 and gets out of bounds. We're working with clock. We got timeouts. It, feel, it felt to me like we could actually turn this into some points again, but it's short-lived. Yeah, after a couple handoffs to make it third and short, Kenny makes a dangerous throw mm -hmm. where both guys had a shot, ends up being an incompletion, uh, and the Steelers had to punt again. Yeah, it was it was just a bad drive, so it, it just is what it is. Uh, You're they, not going to hit on all of them, for yeah, sure. Yeah, so they get the ball back with a little bit of time. But this is okay. I do want to talk about this a little bit because it's, it's, this play is awesome. JPJ? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Ducks the blocker, yes. gets in the backfield, and takes the uh, – was it a receiver or a running back who caught that pass? Uh, I'd, uh, I think it was the running back. It was just a throw into the flat. Yeah. JPJ breaks past the guy trying to block just him. Just smoke And, him. yeah, just takes the guy down. Yes. Who says I can't tackle for a five-yard loss? And the play was so decisive – that where the Packers came out thinking that they were going to start a drive, yeah, they just kept two timeouts in their pocket and let the clock it's run. Over and went to yeah, they did. They had like a little delay for a few after that, and then it was just over. Like they literally just took it into halftime. So, yep. so what a great way to just like make a statement and just send them into the locker room, especially since they were getting the ball back at halftime. Yep. And we didn't make anything happen. And the way that Jordan Love had moved the ball a couple times through the air, it was great to see it not turn into some quick points before half. So I have the first half stats that stood out to me. Okay. 15 first downs in the first half. That doesn't make sense. No. My brain cannot compute that. Please. But, like, if that's if that's who we are, right, if that's what our team is, 15 first downs and a half, yeah. and we have to do it that ugly way, yeah. I'm fine with it. That's fine with me. But you're not going to be able to do that against the best teams and expect to be mistake-free, right? You still right. have to create some advantage somewhere else. Right. But I do feel like I'm starting to see, okay, this is a design strategy for us to just win ugly. Yes. And it's going to take Kenny I mean, taking that next level leap. We need him to make a move. But if our running game can keep up what they did today, it helps tremendously. We go from at least not having a single bit of identity on offense to at least having something. Whereas beginning of the year, we didn't know. We had nothing to say. We had absolutely nothing to say about our offense every single week, and we couldn't at least figure out what we know what, how we won this game at least. That's something we ran the ball. Well, and there were still things that the defense could have improved on in this game I too, because that first half they gave up four out of six third down conversions. Yes, and two of them were for touchdowns. Correct. So that that was the other thing that stood out to me from the first half. But if you think about it, the way that the defense almost let us down a little bit in that half and in this game, like in so to speak. Um, they had been the the unit that had had to be flawless early in the season. So you, if you would have paired the defense today or yesterday during this game with the offense from early, we would be in big, big time trouble in a lot more games, which we did see a couple times, of course, you know. But at the same time, I just want to say, like, it's just really great to see the other half of our team pick up the slack a little bit. And it was one of the things that was giving me heart for the second half was that, oh, man, our defense hasn't played that many Downs right. today, like we're yes. gonna be fresh. Hey, they're rested. I don't think they know how to play rested. Right. <laughs> they're just like they have to be so worn out that they're like playing on pure instinct or something like that. So yeah, right so, off the bat though, they got the big return. Which, big return all the way to the Steelers' forty-four. Not a good start. I mean, that's basically the equivalent of kicking it out of bounds. Yeah. Then things get weird. Couple short runs and an incomplete pass. Uh, then there's offsetting penalties to give the Packers another well, chance on third that, down. I want to point out, uh, Keanu Neal had another big hit on this one. He had one earlier I, did, did I missed, but he had a huge hit to stop the run. He was he was popping people too. Our defense 
was hitting hard. <laughs> like they looked juiced. Like it was just they had some big plays on third downs. That, so I'm pretty that sure that kept them on the field. Keanu Neal and Kazee played together in I think it was Atlanta secondary a few years ago. So I okay. feel like that chemistry. Okay. Now that they're both seeing a lot more snaps together, I do feel like that's a unit that's improving every I'll, week. Yeah, I'll take it. I just I heard his name on some big plays as well. It's just great to see some of these new names like really just starting to show up. So after offsetting penalties, they take another shot on third down, incomplete. Yes. It's fourth and six, and I'm like, all right, bring the punter out. It's a long, it's yeah, a long, a long fourth, fourth and down. six. Yeah. And they don't bring the punter out. They send Jordan Love out there, and he hits Aaron Jones in the flat, who right at the sticks for the first down. That was a frustrating play. That one was a little bit. That had me worried about the outcome of this game yeah, because those are the, the type of plays. <laughs> those are the type of plays that just flip a game, and all of a sudden they have all the momentum. Yeah, but the defense bounces back. Jones gets a handoff down to about the 15, but after a couple short runs, the defense gets an incompletion towards the end zone. Packers got to settle for three. That makes it 17-16 Steelers. Yes. Well, it still looks a, so it looks a little more like our defense, right? At least keeping them out of the end zone. Yeah, well, here's where the Steelers' offense gets back to normal, or the normal that we've known so oh, far oh, this no. season. Oh, no. A couple runs to start the drive. Mason Cole gets called for a hold. Before you know it, it's third and 18, and here comes Presley again. We don't have a single play that we can run on a third and long Mm-mm. like that. Like, and not typical. I understand the typical NFL team isn't trying to pick those up. Like, that's almost a wash most of the time. Mm-hmm. But we have nothing creative to even attempt to get it most times. It is. It's just game over. Like, just get ready to punt. We're gonna try to game as much yeah, as we can. Just back draw. And just, yeah. We we called for it later in this game. Like, <laughs> here comes the draw on a very similar play because we got nothing. I yeah. I realize it just always. I hate I hate watching that. It just always feels like you're giving up a little bit whenever it's the third one. I know you don't want to make a huge mistake. Well, so it does come into play huge later in this game. All right. So hold that thought. We'll revisit. Um, TJ Watt starts getting some pressure on Love at the start of this next drive. Mm-hmm. But Love is a game, dude. He stood tall on a couple throws on the start of this drive and completes the Dobbs on the first one. And on third and seven, he makes a throw that Kenny doesn't even attempt right now, which is over the middle to Musgrave. Have you seen Kenny's spray chart, like the the routes that he's throw, the throws he's making? Yeah, I'm, not not a single solitary I one look at was it with between a blind, the hashes. This I week. look at it with a blindfold on, Brett, because I cannot bear to look at it. It is awful. We need Muth and we need him bad because hopefully, hopefully, hopefully that opens up something in the middle because there's got to be a reason why we are so afraid to throw it across the middle at this point. There's got to be something. Dude, we're not we doing do a it. single post. We're not doing a single. Even we're not even seeing crossing routes like across the lake. There's nothing. Not it is shallow all, crosses. It's all the sideline and it's all just like passes into flat or it's a deep shot on the sideline. That's all we get. Hmm. It's it's not good. That's that's why I don't know. It's like I I saw the also like the chart for it was the George Pickens like route trees. And every route he ran, that's all it was. All on the sidelines. So it's not yeah. even like I don't even know if it's so much as Kenny being afraid to I don't think throw there's, I don't across think there's the routes going I don't there. think we're scheming it that way, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were just going to ignore a third of the field. I don't understand how we can even move the ball. Like, it's once again we have this chicken and the egg problem where we still can't figure out if it's a Kenny thing, if it's an OC thing, if it's a wide, if it's a personnel thing. We have no idea because it's trash. Yeah, we keep winning games. <laughs> it makes no sense. We've been outgained on every game, every game, nine straight, yeah. every single game, six and three. It's unbelievable. It's unprecedented. Imagine how like. Upside down the league would be if we did happen to accidentally win the Super Bowl no, this year. Do you realize if we win this week yeah. and the Eagles beat the Chiefs on Monday, 
We're first place in the AFC. The entire AFC? Yeah, we'd be number one in the AFC. <laughs> <laughs> but let me say this. You remember a few years ago when we started off like 5-0? and And um, I think it was the year after Big Ben went down, uh, the first year. We started off like five. It was clearly like we clearly were frauds. Like everybody, that's all we talked about. We were like worst 5-0 and team ever. I believe it was five and zero. Oh. It might have got to six, but that was it was two seasons ago, and everybody talked about oh the worst. Although we are six and three and have no right, like I still feel like this team is better than anything I've seen post Big Ben. And oh yeah. it's not been great, but there is something to be said about the timeline of things and how our team has been getting better. Mm-hmm. Props to Coach Tomlin. Props to our GM drafting and bringing in good guys. I, I don't know. I can't explain it. Nobody can. But guess what? Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he did. So if this defense can keep, like, cracking and, like, we just continue to develop and hopefully fill in the now middle linebacker spot but get Minka back out there, who knows? Who knows, man? I'm not rolling anything out. No. It would be a hilarious storyline, though. Yep. All right, let's get back to the drive. So we got a second down run that gets stuffed by the D line here as they're starting to move the ball, which is just a great push. It was one of the few times all day where they got – Nothing. He even, you know, went backwards on that play. Uh, makes it third and five and a throw right at the sticks for Musgrave. Elandon Roberts meets him and just removes him from the ball. It was a great hit under the chin, under the, you know, Dude, right in the chest. they were smacking people yeah, all day. They were. I, there was so, I had multiple times that I noted, like, big hit, huge hit. Like, uh, the defense was, was, was coming to play. Like, they gave up some plays, but they were also, like, they were trying to bring the energy. So the Steelers get the ball back down 17 to 19. Yes. Uh, and we get to see McFarlane return a kick finally. Hadn't seen him in weeks. He's finally back out there and he had a decent return. I noted that just because he had been injured. It was somebody we had pointed out early in the year. We were excited to see him take some out. And we saw some really awful ones by yeah. Desmond King. So I'm hopeful that we could also hopefully get some advantages there. Austin had a punt return previous in the mm-hmm. game also that was pretty decent. So great to see some extra yards there, something that we haven't really got to have a lot of this year. Yeah, McFarland didn't even register for me, but I did notice that yeah. Calvin Austin had a nice return. Just something we talked about preseason that never really formed into anything so far this season, so hopefully can continue down that path. Uh, Kenny Pickett finds George Pickens to start this next drive on a back shoulder throw. Yep. Big gain to start the drive. Love it. Yes. couple handoffs gets us to third and two where Kenny tries to go underneath to Jalen Warren. There was coverage there. Yikes. Because those throws can go the other way for six quickly. It was tough. It ended up like hitting him in the arm in a weird spot. I don't really fault Warren for not catching that because I was shocked that it got through just as much as he probably was. Um, I don't know what you think about it. Well, so on this play, I saw this one again today too. Deontay beats his man over the top immediately mm. on this play and has a hand up and Kenny doesn't see him. And it's just like, you're looking to that side of the field, bro. Like, I think that's the next like logical step of this offense evolving, right? We've talked about how we're willing to be patient just about the first downs. We haven't been able to get them. Well, now that we can start converting a little bit, I would like to see us try to open it up a little bit and, and not be so scared that, hey, we're going to lose one of our downs by taking a shot. And we saw a couple shots in this game, of course, but I want to see more of those because just like last season when I saw Kenny, I felt like he wasn't great at pushing the ball down the field, and I need to see that from him to have full confidence in him, in, in my opinion, moving forward. The good news is this play happens in field goal range. Boswell hits from deep, and the Steelers have the lead back. He's such a good kicker. He's such a good kicker. That's all he does is kick field goals. All he does is kick. (laughs) 
we don't we don't just punt 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 anymore whatever that joke was that's all we do is punt Dude, we're like, uh, we gotta mix up like uh, I, at the end of the season, we need to do like a master mix of all the like, <laughs> like uh, the crazy tangents we went on early in the season. Because uh, oh my goodness, yeah, I have a feeling we're gonna have one of those for later. Uh, the defense gets the third down quickly on the next drive, and an illegal shift makes it third and long. So they help us out on that one. They try to get creative with this weird double pass. It's a disaster, and they yes. have to punt three Almost and out a again. Punt. I was hopeful. That seemed like one of those NFL passes where it's like the guy doesn't fully regain the ball, and like we swarmed him, and I was hoping he would didn't have full possession. We were about to steal it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'll still take the stop. Absolutely. Cue the fourth quarter. Hmm. I don't have it noted this time. Najee goes for three on first down, but rips off a huge gainer on second down. Mm-hmm. 24 yards. But then we get three straight plays for no gain. Brings out Harvin. We had some gross Matt being Matt stuff again. Mm -hmm. Just stop it. Stop it. You know, like, literally, we need Michael Jordan on the sideline doing the anti-drug commercial to Matt Canada. Anytime he feels like he needs to put his signature stamp on the game, just stop it. Get some help. We need the offensive player equivalent of Minka yelling at Terrell Austin at the end of the game. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we do. We do. Because it's just, it's every game. Like, I just get so tired of it. And and so Kenny did, Kenny had some bad passes here. He passed deep, but it was beyond. It was behind Deontay uh, Johnson. And then he overthrew Pickens. So Kenny accuracy problems. He was running for his life the entire game. I don't think he had really a clean pocket most of the game. Still, we're also seeing guys on the opposite end of the field that are dealing with Highsmith and TJ Watt breathing down their neck. And they're making these throws. Accurate throws. So we need to see improvement. Mike Tomlin said that in his post game. He said we need to see more from Kenny. That's obvious. Everybody knows that. I know a lot of people are going to take that and run with it all week. I, it's it just it is what it, it goes without saying, yeah. right? Uh, muffin the punt catch leaves the Packers down inside the ten. Mm -hmm. Two two quick runs in a bad spot on the sideline, which is the play where he reaches the ball out, even though he was falling behind the sticks Yeah. Uh, for the first down. Yeah, that you was... You were pretty animated on this in person. Do you, do you want to have a go at that, or should we keep rolling? No, after I watched it, it was... It is wasn't terrible. It is. wasn't that egregious. It wasn't I, that I bad, but whenever you're watching it on the on the broadcast live, it sometimes feels like a little worse. But, uh, yeah, and it, it is what it is. It's just the refs being the refs sometimes. And they bailed us out a couple times anyway, so what am I going to say? But the defense is hanging tough. Uh, they push it to third down again before you know it. Love throws for Musgrave to his to his right for an incompletion. Mm -hmm. Packers punt from deep in their own territory, and Austin catches it past the 35. Fair catches it at the 35. Mm -hmm. Highsmith had a big uh, – uh, he knocked the ball loose on a big hit as well earlier in that drive. So just once again, theme of this show, just big hits, just making plays. It's a big week for physicality. Yeah, good to bring the, bring the heat. Uh, Jalen Warren starts to take over here to start the next drive. Yeah, he an does. electric run on first down. Two handoffs later, they have another first down. Dude, I when he hit the hole on the one run, I literally blinked, and he was upfield 15 yards. Yep. I don't know. I saw the play start, and, like, he was, like, it looked like a no-go, and then all of a sudden, here he comes. He just, like, somehow emerges from, like, these tiny little holes. Boom! Up the field. <laughs> it's like, like, I just wish John Madden was here. Like, he would be so pumped about this, like... Boom! There he goes up the field. I need to watch one of the Sunday night broadcasts with Berman to see if he's got a nickname for Jalen Warren. You know he does. Yeah. But I haven't watched the fastest three minutes yet this season. 
Yeah, I, I can't think of it, and I'm try. I've been trying to think of a good player comp for him, but I can't quite get one yet. We, I'm gonna I'm gonna think about that. Uh, we have the play to on a throw to Najee, and this is the play where he hurdles the guy, and then the spot was weird because of the way he went out of bounds. I saw Big Ben talking about this play, mm-hmm. uh, and he said, you know, the guy Najee size, I'd rather him stick his foot in the ground and just get upfield. I agree, but Najee's Najee. You know what I mean? Like He's been doing this his whole is. entire career. It's like not a new thing at this point. It's, yep. He's going to do it at least once a game, it seems like. But they've also always criticized – ever since the hurdle came into the game as a like actual move that you're going to use, every old head has had a problem with it. Yep. And we realistically haven't seen a ton of guys get – Super injured doing it. On third down, it's third and short. Kenny rolls to his right, and I'm feeling good about the play as he rolls, but then he runs out of room, he runs out of time. Yeah. And instead of throwing it away, which he eventually does, he waits until the linebacker chases him down and hits him before he lets it go. And it's like, dude, just let it go. Just Don't throw, take the hit. Let it go. Let it go. I swear Kenny needs to watch that movie. <laughs> he doesn't have any kids, does he? No. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, they get like once again the Wizard of Boz. Bring it, hey. Yeah, man. You like that? You like this one? Your kids are gonna love it too. Cause there we go, run it back again. We're gonna kick all day. Twenty-three nineteen Steelers. Twenty-three nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even hear it. We're hitting all this, all the Disney references. I didn't even hear it. Oh my gosh, yes. So to start this next drive, Love hits the tight end on the post for a big gain, and my first thought was, oh my god, we don't have anyone doing that. Like, no. nobody on our team from that slot in the field is running to the edge. Not at all. Um, once again, I will loop back around to Muth, because I've seen Muth have that kind of catch with Kenny also. Like, in, I've seen Kenny look for him for that. I really, really, really hope he plays this week, and I hope it opens up the game. They'll do Hayward on a drag, but they don't get him up the field Hayward, on a post But like Hayward's this. never... He's our tight end. He's a tight end, fine. But he's been our pass catching, primary pass catching tight end. But we were also talking about moving him to fullback to start the year. So it's not like we're looking at him as a true offensive threat. Even though he's been great, he's been fine in the role. I've seen him make some really good plays. But at the same time, he's not Muth. Muth is a guy. He's a guy that can make a difference in a game. We've seen it. So hopefully that like just continues to make this offense get rolling even more. So... Love starts hitting open receivers who are doing just like we talked about earlier. We're rushing three, dropping eight, and one of our friends who was watching the game with us said the word prevent, and I think we both jumped down his throat immediately. Yeah, don't say that word to me. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> it was this is the, not a prevent yeah. defense. You shut your mouth. No, yeah. This, it wasn't – yeah, it, it just – it started it, – They were moving it on us like it was a prevent defense for a minute there. But it was there was still plenty of time. So there it was, was. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't like you were stressing about it all that hard yet. Yes, but at the same time, it feels like the game could get out of control. They moved the ball right down the field in a blink of an eye. Yeah, I'm starting to just have the thought, man, the defense hasn't gotten a turnover yet today. Mm-hmm. That's pretty rare. And what happens? Patrick Peterson makes his signature play of the season so far. Yes. Tipping a ball away from the receiver back into the field of play as he was falling out of bounds. Mm -hmm. And Chandon Sullivan? Uh, Keanu Neal, I think. Oh, okay. I had Chandon Sullivan with the interception. But either way, interception return out to about the 20, and things start to get chippy after this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole (laughs) everybody cleared the benches, which love the passion. Yeah, and it wouldn't be the last time that that this happens today either. Yes. So, we got new life. We can legitimately end the game if we feel like it. Yeah, and at this point, the Steelers just are handing the ball off. 
mm-hmm. on third down. Kenny scrambles for a first down, forcing Green Bay to start taking their timeouts. Kenny wheels. I'd like to see him just commit to running the ball more. I know that you don't love your quarterback doing that, and granted, he has been he was injured very recently in the last couple weeks. But I do think he has the ability to grab a first down every now and then with his legs. And I wish that sometimes he would just make the conscious decision that there's nothing there and just go. Because rather than hold on to the ball to the last minute, just like you said in the last drive, and then throw it horribly just to try and get rid of it. See, I just felt like this was situationally a very well-timed choice, right? Like, yeah, I agree. Because like you said, you don't want him doing it all the time, but this was one where like the game was on the line, you could really salt it away. He's a different player in the fourth quarter. Yep. Like he just, it's like his brain doesn't, I don't, I just don't know how, I don't understand it. Not that he had like late game heroics this game, but that's a great example of him like making the better quarterback play that he didn't all game. We have officially reached the point in the game where I feel like Mugatu from uh, Zoolander. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Yeah. Because Pickens makes a catch after the two-minute warning that you think is going to end the game. Yes. First down Steelers. The Packers don't have their timeouts anymore. Should be the end of the game. But wait. They call a rub route on Austin, was it? Yes, it was Austin. And I can't disagree more. Yeah. The... We finally got a pass in the middle of the field. Yep, and they call it back. And they took it away from for us. For OPI. Unbelievable. Boo. I I don't know if that's something the league's been focusing on more, but I feel like I've seen us get called for it, or at least in games we've played a couple times. So maybe they're trying to cut down on that because of the way offenses were trying to scheme it up that way. But this didn't seem intentional at all. This seemed like one of the times it was unintentional i i'm just happy that i've heard offensive pass interference called before because there's been some games under two minutes where they've been calling stuff on us that i've literally never heard before so this was at least comforting to be familiar with the call but uh, it still feels like we've still gotten two breaks huge breaks okay. bigger than all right, this call i won't complain i won't complain yep. all right that's fine i got pizza i got to eat dessert first i won't complain about my peas <laughs> <laughs> but then there's a weird moment right after this where the refs can't decide what's going on with the clock for like five minutes. They change it 14 times. We start laughing at the digital clock that's Bro. on the – it looks like the digital alarm clock that's been in your house since the 70s. On the broadcast? On the like, broadcast. Yeah, nobody yeah. knows what's going on. <laughs> it's always funny when the refs are trying to figure out the clock situation in any sense because – Ultimately, they get to just decide, but then there's like I want to be the, I want to know the guy that just keeps track of the clock, and then like he gets to pretty much be on autopilot most of the game, yeah. and then like one time the refs, hey, what's, what's the clock? And he's like, oh, <laughs> it's like I can imagine him like panicking. Uh, I gotta pay attention. Oh wait, uh, let me rewind it. He's probably like rewinding in the booth real quick, trying to get it down to exact science or whatever. But yeah, super weird. Um, so we punt to their twenty, and they had fifty nine seconds left. One timeout, fifty nine seconds. Here we go again. Same way, same thing we did last week. Jaden Reed makes a huge grab to the Steelers' 45 on the very first play, and it's like, oh, my God. I don't even know that guy. Again. <laughs> Love scrambles out of bounds on second down, but Highsmith gets in his face on third down. Yes. He tries to make a throw left-handed, which I thought was hilarious, just yeah. the way that he looked trying to throw it. Yeah. Uh, fourth and three is a short pass for A.J. Dillon for a first down, but they do have to spike it with three seconds left because mm-hmm. they are now out of timeouts. As the teams line up for the deciding play of the game, the broadcast shows Minka losing his mind at Terrell Austin Bro. for the call on the sideline, and it was so animated that Coach Tomlin comes over and calls the timeout for them to talk about it. Yes, and I'm glad he did. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, they so they've talked about that like the, he was 
He was, yeah, he called it. Like, he literally called the play that ended the game effectively because we were out of position. That's that's your leader, man. That's that's he, If he's out there, he's fixed, and he's pointed out to the guys that are out there already. Yep. So that's, I mean. <laughs> and for the second straight week, the, the game ends the same way. Their yes. quarterback drops back, throws a pass right about to exactly the goal line, mm-hmm. and the Steelers come away with it. Dude, we love getting turnovers, and I love when they get them. Two of them, like, inside the last, what, seven minutes of the game? Yes, were they, and they were moving the ball effectively as well. So, living and dying by the turnovers once again, but, man, I'll take it. it. That extra point ended up being huge because it ended up making them force the ball into the end zone both times. They really had to score a touchdown. The previous drive when we got the tip pass interception, and then this one, yeah, they had they to could get have in. tied the game with field goals and yes. on the first drive, and then they might be kicking the field goal to beat you on the second that's drive. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Uh, so yeah, totally different ball game, that's for sure. And so yeah, Patrick Peterson, have yourself a ball game. Yeah. How about that? We're look at us, full. We we came full circle. Not me. Not me. <laughs> Not me. No way, dude. No way. Okay, so. Uh, let's do some stats real quick, all right? Cool. Time possession, pretty right down the middle, 29.5 for them, 30.5 us, which this is this is at least, like, this is a little more comforting than some of these I've went over in the past. Total yards, they got 399. We got 324. The elusive 400 game is still in play. We knew that. <laughs> what was the number? Three what? 324. Uh, passing yards, they had 283. We only had 119, but to be honest, a lot of people have been – I've seen – uh, people talking about Kenny Pickett again, Steelers fans and outside sources. We didn't, we could have used more passing for sure, but that was not our game plan at all because rushing yards, they ended up with 116, but we had 205 rushing yards. Yeah, I'll take 200 rushing yards and then whatever we can get passing Especially with every the, single time. with the team we have built up like we have and the way that we can't gain yards necessarily or get first downs and just having a good defense – that's an old school recipe for success. We've seen teams recently win on that that style. Look at the 49ers. They're not lighting it up every week, you know? So I think that's fine, man. What a crazy amount of rushing yards. I just couldn't believe it. When I looked after the game, I remember just being like, I knew we ran a lot. And I'm like, I wonder how many Najee had. And I'm like, wait, Warren went over 100? I'm like, holy crap, man. We really ran all over them. Yeah, we did. So we ended up with 21 first downs. So the second half was a bit of a lull compared to, I guess, how we moved the ball in the first. Still, I'll take it over previous games, man. Previous games, we couldn't buy five, it felt like. So I'll take that. We had no turnovers. We ended up with two turnovers, just with one sack on the day. Plays were right down the middle. I I think those are notable just because of how off they've been. Okay, granted, we were still outgained and we lost, but we are closing a lot of those gaps with time of possession, plays ran, everything that before we were at least scratching our heads, like how were we even in this game, mm-hmm. which typically was we'd get three turnovers. I just think it's important to know just like even though this was once again a weird game and very Steelers-like, I guess, it was more of – it was more close. Like it was more close statistically. Everything was, it felt more like a real football game. It feels like everything around Kenny is starting to fall into place. Mm-hmm. It's time. It's time. It it's is time. Cause that's, that's what's going to be needed to, to go where you want to go. Yeah, you're right. But I, we also need to help him. And like we had said, so it, it is a little back and forth, but we need Kenny to do some extra. We need him to do some extraordinary things to be extra 
not ordinary. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, just like some of these guys, they're not – C.J. Stroud's not playing with a great team. No. And you, he's still making He's making plays. young receivers look great. Yes. And, and just the same as everybody else. So I, I don't – I don't know. I, I like Kenny. I'm still hopeful that he can be a good quarterback. I'm still hopeful this team can do some really great things. But we got to see something. It's going to come down to him making a few big plays in some of these really big games, especially if we're talking about making a push in the playoffs. It's going to need to happen. Speaking of the playoffs, the Steelers are now 6-3. and 6-3. Three. <laughs> and three. I don't understand. Dude, this podcast is good six luck. 6-3. I think this podcast is good luck, dude. Getting ready to go take on the Browns. Again, Again. <laughs> I am this so one excited. Feels huge, dude. It, it feels, feels huge. It feels bigger than any Brown Steelers game in recent memory. Yeah, because you're probably going to get three teams in the playoffs. I don't think that you keep all four in the playoffs, but I, I, I would personally, I would say that the Bengals are going to finish better than they are currently. It seems that way, but at the same time. Uh, who knows? It's the NFL, of course. But the Bengals should surge. Like I think everybody with the brain knows that Joe Burrow is a capable quarterback of dragging about any team into the playoffs. So yeah, it's so. unlikely that all four AFC North teams make it into the playoffs. Would I love to see that? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. But this feels like you might be playing the other team that could potentially be the odd man out. This will be your last chance for a head-to-head. Correct. You got them once. Yes. But that was emotional. That was, you know, they lose Chubb. They don't have Watson. Actually, they have Watson. He plays terribly. Um, I saw he was getting checked out again about something. He is. Yeah, he had, a, he had an MRI today for potential high ankle sprain. He loves Let's getting checked out and getting injured. But, uh, yeah, I, I so we'll see. I'm sure he'll play. I'm guessing he'll play. But it's, we'll it see. seems like a huge game. It really, really does. And I'm excited for it because – I think as the seasons went on, our teams have looked more and more similar almost every single week, like extremely similar. It's it's absolutely crazy. So they had a great comeback last week. I think yeah, it was their one game of, against the Ravens was crazy. They had an amazing adjustments. You saw Stefanski make the right adjustments at halftime. You saw Deshaun Watson put it together because we were watching stat lines and begin the game and it looked like it looked putrid. Yeah, and he ended Watson up going like seventeen for seven game. in the second half, and and they put it together and got the game winning field goal. I, and the Ravens, by all means, are a good team. At least considered a good team by most experts. I mean, I would call them frauds, but that's what I always do. So I, I my we opinion doesn't count. Yeah, we, we beat, beat them, both. them both, of course. I do think this is a big game. I think of the Cincinnati game is a little more important from a like long term playoff perspective. Yeah, if I got to pick one, yeah, I would pick Cincinnati because right. we already have a win yes. against the Browns. So, so when you're talking about tiebreakers and edging it into the playoffs, but still, division wins are super important. Mm-hmm. They play a huge role. Dude, if we can beat Cleveland and we're seven and three, we're sitting in a weird spot. Like this is an unexpected spot. And I'm here for it. Yeah. So I, I am dude, I haven't been this excited for a, a Brown Steelers game. Probably since they beat us in the playoffs. I think that might have been the last time I had this much like it felt like it had this much weight to it. Yeah, because we got the Browns this week and then is it the Bengals after that? Do yes. you know? Okay. And the so, Bengals yeah. will be they play Bengals Ravens play Thursday. This week? Yes. Oh, so they're gonna get extra rest. Yes. So that's why I bring that up. But also two huge division in a yeah, really tight division, yeah. Are they both on the road? Because we've been um, at home a lot lately. I think they are both on the yes, road. Yes, they're both on the road because I almost was going to go to the Cincinnati game. I was almost convinced. My brother almost convinced me to go, and then I realized it was Cincinnati. I said, I am not driving three hours to watch a football game, and then driving three hours home, I won't do it. 
I got to work. So. It's a cool venue. I'm sure it would be great. It would be awesome. But I'm not driving all that way. I won't do it. I mean, I'm saying that now. And you're going to get a picture from me, like, in the car. Like, I'm <laughs> to Cincinnati. I don't know, dude. I don't think Cincinnati can handle me. I'd take a bunch of Skyline chili and throw it all over them. Yeah, good answer. I wouldn't eat it. It's disgusting. <laughs> Cincinnati sucks. We'll talk about them next week. But, yeah, I, I'm, I, I love this division. It's gritty. I don't know if anybody really expected it to be this competitive at all, but uh, it is. I think we all expected it to be competitive. I don't know that we expected it to be the best division in football record-wise, like, combined. That's what it right? was. Like, I think we expected every team to be kind of, like, you know, it, it to be good matchups, etc. But definitely nobody expected us all to have these kind of records. That's that's definitely evident. Well, I would say most people counted the Steelers out. Oh, yeah. So. Got no love. Here we are. That's fine. We never we never die. You don't love me. I actually die. You <laughs> I think it's uh, I do think it's crazy because I was talking to somebody today um, about the Steelers and, and it was actually my brother because we were talking about Joe Burrow being good and mm-hmm. I was like, you know, a little trash talk, whatever. I I touched on, hey, we're not, we haven't, we just came off of our Hall of Fame quarterback retiring. We've never been in a position to draft a guy like that. I'd love it. I would love that. That would be great. But also, I love the fact that our team is essentially rebuilding and we're competitive regardless. And I will take that every single time. Those great those draft picks feel great when it's April and they're talking about on the clock and you know so and so and you have a chance that this guy can literally change your team. But I I love rooting for the Steelers and I love that we just build teams regardless like it, it's so fun seeing this team especially this year progress i mean how many new names have you started to talk about that we're excited about that we've drafted george pickens you know you have alex highsmith who's a who's developed into one of the better pass rushers he has know? man just so many great teams and so many great players that's why i love this team you know we never really just throw in the towel for the season and i would hate to root for a team like that so i think i did bring up this stat one time earlier uh on another recording but you were talking about you and Alex having the conversation about being in the position to draft someone like Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. The last time the Steelers were in a position to draft someone like Joe Burrow, would you care to guess who it is? Because it's a franchise big name. Uh, I have no idea. Terry Bradshaw in 1970. I was going to guess Terry Bradshaw. Was, was the last like time that the Steelers ago. picked number one overall. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, I, we've never seen it. No, no. Not in our life. <laughs> no. Our, par- our parents barely my, saw Yeah, it. if my dad was less responsible, he might not have seen it. Right. Yeah, it would be another generation of my family that, that yeah, hadn't dude. seen it. That's absolutely crazy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I don't care. I'll take that. Yeah. I can't wait. I cannot wait to play Cleveland this week. It's going to be exciting. I mean, it's going to be a tough game. It's on the road. They have great defense, so it's going to be – it's definitely going to be intense. I, I – I've – Notice that my phone is quieter than it would be Brown Steelers week so far. You know, now that you mention it, mine has been too. Because I'm the type of Steelers fan that it got really, I don't know about you, but it got really old talking trash really quickly to Cleveland fans over the years. Like it was almost like would it be a big lead up to the game and they were notably bad and we were pretty good for a long time Mm -hmm. where big lead up, lots of trash talk. You come in Monday morning, yo, what's up? Oh, it's the Browns. What do you expect? I turned it off it, at halftime. Yeah, it would take all the fun out of it. So I quit. But someone's going to come at me. 
I got I got something for you, you know. So, but you're right. But usually somebody says something to me. I haven't heard a whole lot, you know. Yeah. I've actually had more Browns fans this year. A lot of people like to trash talk Kenny Pickett. That's an easy one. But I've had more talk to me this year and be like, the Steelers and the Browns are really similar teams, <laughs> and it's like it's you're not wrong, except we have a better head coach. We have a much better head coach and a better franchise and cooler colors. Six Super Bowls and a cooler stadium. Not a cooler stadium name necessarily anymore, but, you know, same thing. <laughs> and we got more bridges. We got all the bridges. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's – I don't know. I'm excited for that game. I think it's going to be great. One last thing I wanted to touch on. This yeah, is for got? Steelers Nation. It's bothering me, and I need to get off my chest on a microphone because I have the ability to do so. I've been trying to, like, promote this podcast, and, like, I've been – so I've been in different realms of the Steelers fandom universe. I'm sure you've had the same experience, right, where you're seeing a little more of everybody. Mm-hmm. And this team as well is crazy, so everybody's been really, really outward spoken. I am seeing people talk about Josh Dobbs. Like, we let him slip through our fingertips. This guy's on, what, his fifth team in two years? I think he had two stints in two stints in, uh, he was in Cleveland twice. Cly- twice Arizona, Minnesota, maybe so- Tennessee or something like that. Oh yeah, he did start a game for the Titans last year. I'm not saying anything negative. I like Josh. Josh Dobbs, Dobbs is awesome. Always liked him. I loved when we brought him back. Remember, he was just like Big Ben's personal like tablet guy. He would just hold <laughs> the tablet and show him what was going on, uh, which was great. He, I'm, I like to imagine he was just like showing him how to zoom and stuff and like <laughs> work it. But it's uh, at the same time. I love Josh Dobbs. I love seeing him be successful. He had a great game last week. It was a gritty performance. They won. He ended up with like, I think it was ended up being around like 275 and one touchdown. Passing? Yes. Okay. Everybody is acting like this is like Patrick Mahomes or something. Like he didn't do anything that great. We don't like see like. I I just don't understand. I don't understand. Like it's he a had great a rushing win. score too. I mean, I you know. Making things happen. You're you're right. I, I think Josh Dobbs is a career backup. It's a but great it's, story. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is. But to act story. like it's gonna like if if we had him on this team instead of Kenny Pickett, it would do something. Oh, I haven't seen any of that. It would be the same exact thing. Yeah. It would be identical. And there is a reason the NFL teams, you know, he's floated around everything. Like, and I'm not like trying to just hate on this guy. I just do not understand why anybody. And I've seen it more enough that it's bothered me that people are like, once again, Steelers making bad decisions, letting guys go. A lot of teams let him go. Like, it wasn't just the Steelers. This particular guy has been let go a lot. Most notably, the Arizona Cardinals were starting some guy I've never heard of over him before they traded him. So I just do not understand why we're pretending like this guy is going to – and this goes out to my other brother who's trying to act like he's going to save Minnesota. You're wrong. You're just wrong. He's a great story, but, like, the dude is just – he's a career backup for a reason. Will Kenny be that? He could be. Maybe. We don't know that. But guess what? As of right now, it's Kenny's second year in the league. He has time. He still has time. We don't got to get ahead of ourselves. So, I don't know. Let's see how it works out. Just stop. It's nonsense. Feel better? I feel so much better. It's nonsense. Just stop it, though. (laughs) All right, Brett. You got anything else about the Steelers? No. Go love, Steelers. Beat I love the Browns. this team. I hope we knock someone's block off, and I hope we get three interceptions. That video I sent you today of the punter getting decked. Yes, 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 and then yes. Flipping the bird to the Steelers sideline. Dude, he looked like a guy. I'll tweet it. I'll tweet it if he looked has like a, um, 
Yeah, he looked like a little kid that was just like really frustrated. Yeah, didn't like, know how to take he, out his anger. He couldn't do anything. It's just all he had was like his middle, his middle finger. fingers were like you could tell you like they were all crunched in. Like he didn't even know how to really throw them out there, but he just wanted to express himself some way. It was good. Yeah, that was really awesome. And then we get to also watch like James Harrison slamming the fan like forty times this week. Always, and great. I'm here for AB it. kicking the punter. Like there's AB so kicking, many classics. I was at that game. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, man. Well, hey, six and three. Who would have thought? Not us, maybe so us, but not this way. Not this way. <laughs> All right, go Steelers. Go Steelers. I don't think a lot about the things that I say, to be honest.